No fish have been harmed in the making of this podcast. Okay, well, welcome aboard, everybody. Thank you for joining in on Talking Bass in PDX. The Bass and Warm Water Forum as we talk fishing in the Northwest. Hi, I'm Don Clark, and I'll be your host. I'd like to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to the podcast. This is your forum for bass and warm water fishing. But if you enjoy the show, tell your friends about the podcast. Let's share it out there and get the audience bigger and bigger. We're on many of the big platforms, but if you listen to us on iTunes, please give us a five-star and a review. Well, it is high summertime. The bass are active. The walleye are active. It is high summertime, and the walleye and bass are very active. If you want some great information, check out my interview with Bob Vandehee. That's episode 24, as we talk about Columbia River walleye fishing. Now, of course, we need to give a tip of the cap to our sponsor, Peeler Custom Fishing Rods. Check with Brandon and his folks on a custom rod for you. We'll have more information on Peeler Custom Rods after page two. Well, as many of you know, I follow a lot of anglers on social media, and the bass fishing is great right now, I must say. The bass here in the Northwest are getting kind of into the fall mood. Well, meaning that uh, they're going to start eating, and they're really, really going to start eating for winter time here coming up in the next month or so. But please, bass are among the most sought-after freshwater game fish. Every one, from professional anglers to weekend fishermen, spend countless hours trying to discover the magic to catch bass. My hope is, as you listen to these podcasts, that you will pick up a trick or two and catch more bass, but please remember, as an angler, you must be a good steward to our fishery here in the Northwest. Lee Wolf, a New York-based fly fisherman and author and filmmaker, promoted catch and release as early as 1936 with the phrase, game fish are too valuable to be caught just once. Well, let's get started with our July report from Greg Marshall. Now, the report is very full this month, so that's going to be pretty much my interview for the podcast. Uh, Greg is with Oregon Kayak Bass Fishing, and this month's report is really full, so let's give it a listen. Now, one of the things that uh, that I do is I listen to the report to listen to all of the different bodies of water that this kayak group goes to. You will be able to pick up some really good areas for fishing. If you have any questions on any of the areas that they fish, shoot me an email at gonefishingpdx at gmail.com. I'm more than happy to answer the email, find out the exact locations that they went to, well, at least the body of water. Uh, they're not going to give up any secrets, but we can find the fish. And I hope that you enjoy his report. Uh, they, they had a really big uh, July and 1st of August. Of course, we'll have more information coming up uh, from Greg next month. And then for next uh, podcast, I have a very special guest, and that is going to be Ted Beach. And Ted was on earlier uh, in the year. 
he's going to go over the history of walleye with us. So that'll be kind of interesting to listen to. So stay tuned for that. That's going to come out in the next week or so. So it'll be real soon. It, it will not be my normal two weeks apart. That should wrap it up. Let's get to Greg. Greg, welcome to the podcast today. How have you been? Don, it's been a busy month. How have you been? You know, like you, it's been a very, very busy month. For those folks who got to listen to my last podcast, they will hear the story of the bench, and they will uh, be able to tell how busy I was. But let's get to your report, because I understand that you guys had several events. We did, Don, and thank you again for allowing us to kind of highlight what's happening here in the uh, kayak bass fishing world in the Pacific Northwest, and more specifically the Oregon uh, kayak bass fishing teams or groups. We've got a number of different events we're going to talk about in this in this uh, uh, recording, and you know July being a really busy month. You know a lot of people are out. The weather's good. Uh, it finally stops raining. That kind of a thing. So a lot of things happening in uh, Oregon kayak and kayak fishing Northwest all around the Northwest here. We're going to start today uh, with the Oregon kayak bass fishing tournament event number three. That was the Crane Prairie Reservoir event that took place place back in June. Uh, in that, so, you know, with Crane Prairie, beautiful surroundings. Um, however, you know, fish weren't all that big. The average fish size was only 15.1 inches. And just a reminder for everybody, in kayak bass fishing, we talk in terms of inches because we use the catch board to, weigh, uh, to size our fish versus what the bo big boat guys use as far as weight. So, again, the average fish for Crane Prairie was 15.1 inches. You know, we knew the size would be up this year. Uh, however, the fish, uh, you know, were quite finicky on the Saturday. Most anglers had to resort to finish ta finesse tactics. And only 11 out of the 32 anglers that competed uh, actually had a full bag of five. Uh, but at Crane Prairie, let's talk about the winners here. We had um, William Eschleman. Uh, he's I'm from Southern Oregon. He came up. He had the, 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 the full bag, five bag. Um, Five fish at 79.25 inches. Um, the last time uh, we fished at Crane Prairie for OKBF was in 2019, and 71.5 inches won it back to that year. And as I said, William came in with a bag of 79.25, which kind of talks about how well they fattened up there at Crane Prairie. Uh, in second place, you know, it's about as close as it gets. We had Braden Allison and Colin Sutton, both tied at 78.5 inches. The tiebreaker goes to the angler with the biggest kicker, but Braden and Colin both had a 16.5-inch kicker. Uh, so the tie then goes to the angler with the second biggest fish, and Braden uh, squeezed that one out with a 16.25-inch uh, bass, and he beat out Colin's uh, second largest, which was a 15.75. So to settle that tie, um, uh, uh, that was uh, Braden took that tie. And then we had uh, rookie uh, Bobby LaBeouf uh, rounding out with the money winners um, in fourth place. So, again, Colin took third, uh, and Bobby came in at 75 inches. So, William won uh, $1,225. Braden came in at $500. Colin at uh, $200. And uh, Bobby came in at $75. Big Fish went to William once again uh, by double dipping into that money pot. He had the uh, largest with an 18-inch largemouth. Uh, and he netted $285 uh, plus a $100 gift certificate from Next Adventure. So he got a total of $385. Uh, 
So that's uh, kind of what happened there at Crane Prairie. Again, great weather, great time was had by all, and the grind was good. It was kind of fun to watch. I didn't get an opportunity to watch it, but I was able to watch it uh, while watching Tourney X, and uh, a lot of guys didn't have any service. So William actually surprised me uh, by coming in and winning that because I couldn't see his upload for quite some time. Now we're going to talk about OKBF Tour event number four, and that took place at Boone's Ferry. So it was between Hebb County Park and Rogers Landing on uh, the Willamette River. And so beautiful morning on the water, turning a little hot. As we all know, we went through a hot spell here a few weeks ago, and uh, just about the time they finished is when it got hot. They started out with a total of 35 anglers signed up, but due to the heat and some other issues, uh, late arrivals and check-ins, uh, they didn't have quite a full slate of, of anglers. The winners there, we had, uh, we, and this thing's been brought up before, rookie Brandon Waugh took the win uh, by a narrow half-inch mar margin. Ashton Murdoch grabbed second, and Daryl Fairbanks third uh, in their first standing wins after years of competing in OKBF. So Ashton and Daryl have both been fishing for OKBF, and this is their first time on the podium. William Eshelman, who you just heard me talk about at Grain Prairie, uh, took third, um, took his third, fourth place finish uh, to round out the moneymakers. So Brandon Waugh, uh, and you can find Brandon on uh, YouTube. You can see his day there if you wanted to uh, search Brandon Waugh. H-U-A is his last name. He took first place with a total bag of 75.75 inches and a purse of $1,225. Ashton came in at 75.25, so just a half an inch off of Brandon. And he took home 500. Daryl came in with uh, 71.75 inches and a $200 purse with William rounding out the top four at 69.75 inches and went taking home $75. Uh, William, once again, was the big bass winner. Um, he took home with an 18.25 uh, smallmouth out of the Willamette. So those who say you can't find big smallmouth in Willamette, uh, Brandon, uh, William took him, uh, proved him wrong, excuse me, uh, Brandon there won $294 and another $100 gift certificate from Next Adventure. So William's uh, racking up those uh, gift cards from Next Adventure. And his big bets, once again, was at 18.25 inches. And now let's get to page two and hear from our sponsor. The most important equipment you have when you are fishing is your rod and reel. If it's time to replace that old rod or upgrade it, let Peeler Fishing Rods build you the best so that you can catch your personal best. Brandon and his team make the process very easy. Start by visiting their website at peelerfishing.com. Check out the custom bass rods, freshwater rods. PFR can even make that custom salmon and steelhead rod that you're looking for. Next, click on the build form so that you can start building that custom rod. From custom grips, custom guides, and even custom thread wrap colors, don't forget PFR can personalize your new rod with custom decals. As you're looking through the rod collection, don't forget to click on Fish Bum Apparel. They have long sleeve and short sleeve tees along with great looking hoodies. As you're looking through their collection, don't forget the artwork is great. Don't wait to start building your custom rod today at peelerfishing.com. Do you have an older rod that needs updating? Email Brandon and his team, and they'll put new life into that old rod with new custom guides and new decals. 
And of course, all PFR custom rods come with a lifetime warranty. Best of all, you're buying local, right here in Oregon. For all the Talking Bass in PDX listeners, use code FISH2CATCH at checkout for a 25% discount on your new custom rod. Please visit peelerfishing.com and tell them that you heard about Peeler Fishing Rods on Talking Bass in PDX. I know Brandon and his team are looking forward to building you that one-of-a-kind custom fishing rod. Now, let's get back to the show. So, Don, uh, the next event I'm going to bring up is the Oregon Kayak Bass Fishing July Online Challenge called Double Trouble. So, Double Trouble is a team event. Uh, Anglers will team. It's a two-person team. It's a monthly online challenge. So, we go to Tourney X, we sign up, and we have from the first day of the month, so at uh, 12.01 a.m. on the first day of the month until 11.59 p.m. on the last day of the month, we can fish. And so it's a, it's a team event, and it's the combined of the uh, five best fish of the two anglers in the team. It's always a great heart stopper because you have good days, bad days. I know, uh, you know, for a good portion of, the, portion of the month, I was in a top three or a top five position, and then somebody would go fishing and knock me down into 10th place or 12th place. Uh, and the same thing with the team. You know, teams could be, uh, you know, in first place one month, one day and three days later that, you know, somebody will fish for another team and that knocks their team up or elevates their team and kind of back and forth. And, you know, it's interesting. You can go in and see big fish for each day and everybody fished, I think. Somebody was fishing every day of the month. But let's talk about the winners here. Not big money is involved. But uh, the other thing I should mention that it's the best fish, and it doesn't matter if it's large or smallmouth. So all the smallmouth guys, uh, you know, were out there, you know, pounding, pounding the water the best they can, and then the big mouth guys would come in with some big brutes and knock everybody out of first or second place. And that's actually what ended up happening here. Uh, the top three teams, we had team, and we have team names. The largemouth dads, which consists of Jason McClure and Salish Prasad, they came in at 192 inch on five fish, uh, and they com- uh, their total winnings there was $280 or 140.25 each. Uh, on uh, second place there we have bait bombers. That was Eddie French and Christian Cashton. Cashin. They came in at 186.75 inches. Again, that's only five fish. Uh, with the uh, number three team being Trout Guys with Kenny Husk and Gage Lovell at 183.75 inches. Now, to kind of give you an idea, uh, you know, we talked about Jason and largemouth dads. You know, he came in by himself at 99.25 inches, and he had a 21.25-inch largemouth. Eddie French came in, I think this was all smallmouth, at 94.5 inches, and his big fish was 19.25. Now, I know, yeah, so, uh, and then David Melendez, at a 94-inch bag at 19.25 as well. Big bass for the month uh, was Gage Lovell with a, a 22-inch largemouth um, on his team. But unfortunately, Gage forgot to buy in. And then, so, uh, and then Kat, uh, Christian Cashin also had a largemouth, but he also forgot to buy in. So Big Bass ended up going to Jason, Jason McClure, uh, with a 21.25-inch largemouth, and he won $256 on that. So it's a great event, great to watch it throughout the month, uh, some huge fish. I know I personally caught uh, two citation fish 
Uh, citation is a 19-inch smallmouth or a 20-inch uh, or larger largemouth, and I had two uh, citation fish myself that month. Uh, my team, uh, Surf and Turf, we came in at seventh place. Uh, we had some, our team had some uh, issues. We had COVID. I was involved in an accident. I bought a new house and moved, and just a whole lot going on. So that's uh, the online event. Uh, for OKBF in July, just a, 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 a knockdown drag out event, just kind of fun. And then lastly, I want to talk about the No Limit Big Bass Tournament by Native Watercraft. That was held in July up at Potholes Reservoir in Washington. In that event, there were 68 anglers. I think weather had a lot to do with people not making it because I think the water, the time, uh, temp on the water was like 110 degrees by the time they pulled off in that eastern Washington water. And so I think that scared a few people off. Uh, but big money was made even with 68, uh, 68 anglers. There were a total of 183 fish accepted into the Tourney X platform, uh, like I said, even though it was a hot day, um, with water temperatures uh, heating up. And water actually dropped 68 inches per day. So that kind of made finding the bass a little uh, tricky for some. But we had uh, so the big bass power. So what that is, each hour, Native pays out on the biggest fish of the hour. In this case, for this day, because you were limited to 68, uh, it was $700 for the biggest fat fish of each hour. Uh, we're going to start out with the 5.30 a.m. hour with Kyle Zemke. He had an 18.75 smallmouth. He won $700. In the 6.30 hour, we had Rick Sandstrom. He brought, a, uh, brought in a 20.5-inch largemouth for $700. In third, uh, for the third hour at 7.30 in the morning, we had Dan Walker with another 18.25-inch largemouth at $700. In the 8.30 hour, we had Matthew Burdick at 19 inches with a largemouth, again, $700. So these are all largemouth with, with the exception of a couple of smallies. Uh, in the 10.30 hour, excuse me, the 9.30 hour, we had Cynthia Mao. At 17.5 inch on the largemouth, he won $700. The 10.30 hour, again, Brandon Waugh, there's that name again. At 20 inches on a largemouth, $700. The 11.30 hour was Chase Odin, a 17 inch largemouth. And I think that was the smallest of the big bass. And uh, I think I heard that uh, one of the Duggar boys was just a few moments off and would have actually won that, except his picture didn't upload fast enough. And then the last hour is 12.30 hour, and once again was Kyle Zemke with a 19.25-inch smallmouth. So Kyle, just in the power hour, won $1,400 at the 5.30 and the 12.30. So the first and the last hour was Kyle's day. Uh, Kyle went on to win the entire event uh, with 15 fish. So this was a total bag, not just the top five. It was the total bag. Kyle uh, bagged 15 fish for a total of 361 inches and uh, 361.25 inches. So on top of the $1,400 that he won for the power hours, he won another 550 uh, for the top 10, uh, taking first place. Cynthia Mao with 11 fish. Uh, now notice the difference here. So remember, Kyle had 361.25 inches. Second place was only 176.5 inches. So Cynthia, Cynthia brought um, $325. Fourth place, 11 fish uh, at 165 inches. 
at $225 and Josh Duggar at 142 inches at 100, uh, for 125 So big, big difference between second and first place there. Kyle just slayed it. He said uh, he was throwing his, uh, his little, um, little uh, jig that he makes on his own he, uh, that you, buy, you can buy online. But, uh, yeah, Kyle just slayed it. And then so that's kind of the, the overview for the month of July. A lot going on in the kayak world, Don. A lot of money was won. A lot of fish were caught. And a lot of fun, a lot of sun. Well, that's a great update. Now, I noticed that there is one more event left at Takanich Lake coming up on the 17th. Uh, and then after that, is the season over, or do we move on? So coming up in August, right, so for this month, like I said, we've already talked about the OKBF doing their August event at Boone's Ferry. Um, a lot of the anglers, we've mentioned this in the past, uh, qualify for the West Coast Classic that takes place down at Clear Lake, California. And that's coming up the next weekend. I think it's the 20th down in California, again, Clear Lake in California. So a lot of uh, the KFNW, both the Oregon, Idaho, and Washington anglers that have qualified will be heading down there this next week, uh, along with people from Arizona and Utah, Nevada, and California. So that's going to be a big event. So that's happening in August. Well, KPF does have another uh, event, the uh, fifth event of the season, at Takanich in September. And then in October, for those that qualified either by winning um, big bass or winning tournaments, they get to go to the KFNW Classic, which is going to be held at uh, Lake Washington. I think it's Lake Washington or Lake Wallula, whatever it's called, up there in the Tri-Cities area. And that takes place in October. So that will be the final event for those who qualified throughout the year to uh, attend that event. Uh, there's also still going to be the online challenges for October, excuse me, for August, September, and October. For September, OKBF is uh, the Smalley uh, tournament. Um, so it's the uh, best smallmouth. And then for October, excuse me, for September, it's going to be the best largemouth, best five largemouth. And then that will also conclude uh, the year-long event. I know that uh, for September I'm going to be looking for a lot of largemouth because I've already filled my bag for my smallies, but I need to put in some baggies for my year-long event, um, again, that online challenge. So some events still yet to come, still some good weather, still some great water to go fish. Um, and, yeah, so uh, kayaks will be out on the water soon. Well, that's a great update. Thanks, Greg, for stopping by. Thanks for having us once again. Well, again, thank you, Greg, for taking the time to give us that great report. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Well, this is going to be a wrap for this episode of Talking Bass and PDX. For show ideas or feedback or questions, email me at gonefishingpdx at gmail.com. My email address is down in the show notes along with the web address for Kayaks Northwest. And I would like to thank everybody. Until next time, this has been Don Clark, Talking Bass in PDX, and I'll see you on the backcast. <music>